Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. This week is another episode focusing on rock star branding with my co-host, Ron Young. We are up to episode 179, I think it is. Um, Ron, what was that? Lucky 179. You, um, first of all, you're active on Facebook. You post a lot of stuff on, on just as Ron Young, which I encourage I, I encourage our listeners to go find you, follow you, because um, you post a lot of interesting, insightful stuff. I personal run, and yeah. personal yeah. and music related. So yeah, and socially and politically yep, and yep. humor humorously, yep. at least an attempt at yeah. Um. Well, about I don't know a couple weeks ago, you posted something which kind of stirred the pot up. Oh yeah, it was like six hundred comments, and 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 I immediately was like, "All right, this is going to be a topic." You posted a, a a picture and a comment about Brett Michaels from Poison. Yeah, well, let me let me just set it up. It was a picture from a fitness magazine, Men's Fitness Lifestyle magazine from two thousand eight. So I should say that because it wasn't done yesterday, but two thousand eight. It's not like you know. Well, he still it, he looks. In 2008, yeah, he looks like know, he does today. I'm trying, to be, yeah. I'm trying to show that I don't, you know, that I'm not completely blinded about my opinion. Right, so I'm giving right. some disclaimers to give a certain, you know, to set the stage accurately so yep. that I can then move on to trashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, basically, it was this picture of him standing there in his typical 80s gear. And I, I'm not going to get into any personal things about his health or his looks or whether he wears a hairpiece or not. It had nothing to do with that. And I stayed away from all this kind of crap. It was him standing there with his cowboy hat on, his typical, you know, gear. Cowboy hat, bandana, hair, his rock and roll outfit. But what he had as as props was two women on their knees, very spinal tap, grabbing them by their hair, controlling them while they were like crawling on him. And he, they were submissive, and he was dominant, and it really pissed me off. It just really pissed me off, and it's like, and for several reasons. First of all, I come from that same period of time, coming out from the same scene in music, and the band that I was in worked really hard to have a different look, a different attitude, and be and represent our music differently than what was very commonly glamorous uh party strip club girls are sort of entertainment they're not to me make taken seriously they're just good times and you know ha 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 you know all this sort of sex drugs and rock and roll stuff and we never exploited women in our photographs and our videos none of that it really really bothered me and it bothered the band and we felt that our music could get heard without falling into that trap and here it is years later 25 years later and or 22 i guess when the when the picture came out and to see a guy still at this age with a daughter with health problems, with, you know, uh, the, the current social relevance of how religions are keeping women down and not letting them drive and not giving them equal pay. It is a very socially relevant situation. 
And to be okay to sell some magazines and continue a 20-something-year-old persona to allow that to go out. And he's got full control. He could have easily said, no, this is offensive to me. Let's, if it's a fitness magazine, let me arm wrestle this hottie in the bikini and look like I'm losing. Or it's a stalemate. There's a million ways he could have framed it to get the titillation factor. But to go for the standard, I'm a rock star. Now, remember, this is when he was pushing his rock of love or bus of love or right. tunnel of when, love when or whatever it was love. that he was doing. <laughs> yeah, with picking these women that are train wrecks, that are just really, and exploiting them for his financial gain, even while he had a fiance and a daughter. It's at what point do you put your foot down and decide that you're going to evolve and step out of what you did in your 20s when it was more acceptable socially and for the genre of music and make a clear statement that you're evolving past that. And it doesn't mean you're not a party guy. It doesn't mean that you don't love women. Women in bikinis are hot and they're all great. But when are you going to take control and alter how it is you're being viewed for the sake of you, for the sake of your band, and for the sake of other people who are now like grown up with kids and, you know, are coming to your shows and following you as, as something you cherish from your youth, but you're sending a statement out that it's okay to evolve and it's still okay to want to rip your clothes off your spouse or someone you just started dating. But the way you approach it as you evolve and age is way more tasteful. And it just really, really angered me. And even more what angered me was the responses of fans of this who are older, who just like, come on, dude, this is just what it's about. Well, I was just going to ask you, no, I mean, you know, not. isn't isn't rock and roll about saying, you know, screw you. I, I'm 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 going against everything that people expect. I'm never growing up. You know, if, yeah. you're, if, if it's too loud, you're too old. All of that stuff. Yeah. If you're too loud, you're too old. How does that demean women or demean half the population of the planet? There's to, to hold her hair down means that you dominate her, forcing her. Forcing a woman to engage in something titillated half naked. Sorry, that's I know it sounds spinal tap, but it, it you've crossed well, as, as you just as you first started describing that. I was like, oh, smell the glove. Yeah, but there's a reason why that's funny because he's a bunch of idiot guys who don't get it. And this is real life. It was a satirical movie. Exactly. Versus like, real I life. The moronicness and the stupidity of a bunch of guys. It's well, not so so is, is Brett Michaels becoming a satire of himself? I totally think he's a comic book character of himself. And it's unfortunate because this has nothing to do with if he's, he's he writes strong songs. He can carry a tune. He can, he can entertain a crowd. He's a great performer. It's nothing about that. It's when are you going to wake up and grow up to – and, you know, people go, well, look at Angus. He's 60 years old. He's still wearing a schoolboy suit. Yes, but he's not demeaning women to do it. Look at Kiss. They're not demeaning women to do it. There's nothing about it. I mean, you know, it's like 
Paul is doing Folgers commercials. Yeah, Folgers commercials like and they're painting. A girl, and... a girl in a bikini's face to a latte saying, you know, drink it. You know? Well, it's... I mean, you know, using Kiss as an example, there's a band that I think has clearly evolved, whether consciously or not, you know, during the um during the eighties when those guys were touring. You know, a lot of a lot of f bombs were dropped by Paul during concerts. A lot of very descriptive. I mean, you toured with them. They, yeah. they they played up to that. You know, even even on the in '92 when they toured, they had strippers come out on stage and dance on stage with them during one of the songs. Now, that no, would never happen. You're, gonna, ha you're never going to drop an f bomb on stage. He, you're not going to have strippers because he realizes Kiss has evolved into something that has even, to be a role model the, for kids. Even the F-bomb. To stay rebellious, to stay nonconformist, to stay edgy, to stay in the 1% of society has nothing to do with demeaning another human being. That's my whole point here. This is not, it's not cool to be sexual. It's totally cool to be sexual. But sexuality and transposing a message to, you know, if some 45-year-old parent is turning their daughter onto Poison saying, here's music I adored growing up. The singer was, is really cute and he still turns me on. I, I know you might think he's a little old or whatever. But do you want your 13-year-old daughter who's insecure and, and going through puberty thinking that the only way to get a guy is to, to dress in a bikini and bow down to a dude and let him pull your hair. And I know that sounds old, but at some point you have to be, artists are supposed to be socially conscious. They are. And you can be as sexual as you want to be and not give up your, 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 the fact that you're an incredibly sexualized person or that you're incredibly rebellious or nonconformist. It has nothing to do with demeaning or berating or or violating another person. That's where the line gets drawn. So if he would have if he would have stepped in there and just said to the to the the, the photographer, no man, I want to empower women. Like if these women want to be highly sexualized and sleep with whoever they want to sleep with, if they're being responsible in their own way, knock yourself out. That's rock and roll, dude. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But to give this image of dominating, controlling a half-naked woman is just cross the line of being cool. So, now, so do you when you're 20, like, the funny thing is Steel Panther's doing it as a joke. And people were writing on the page, women, older women, younger women, when I go to these shows and I'm like groped in public because they think it's still this 80s women are just playthings to not be respected. And in hindsight, if that's what was created in the 80s by the Motley Crews and the Poisons and the, all of these bands, you've seen what it really does to society. So at what point are you going to be a 45-year-old guy that's got a place and wants your music to make a certain statement that rules out certain things? but magnifies others. And if you just want to be some brain-dead 20-year-old drunken dude that thinks it's okay to just grab a girl in the back of a limo or in a tour bus and because she wants to be with the band, you're going to violate that covenant or trust and take advantage of her because she wants to be near the band, that is screwed, man. That is just totally screwed. 
and it's it's wrong. Do do you do you think um, you a, a a band a musician starts to hurt their career when they start pro- portraying themselves satirically like that? I mean, you know, before before we got started, I was like, well, you know, at what point do you sit here and go, you know, the 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 punk bands that came out of nowhere, the the Green Days, the Blink 182s. At what point do you sit there and go, wait a second, you're freaking 50 years old. You're not a punk and a rebel anymore. You're now just playing a character, and that satirical character is becoming a joke. Well, it depends on the circumstances. I mean, you know, to to be... You know, there's a lot of musicians. I mean, there's people who have died because they thought they'd be dead by now <laughs> because that was the creed of rock and roll. Live fast, die young, leave a good-looking corpse. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got personal dynamics going on with seminal punk guys who he's laying in a hospital with tubes coming out of him because he can't seem to get his act together and keeps crashing his car. And this is where an artist has to be comfortable with who they are and know that there's certain things that they have within their ethos and their integrity to keep it going. If that means Iggy Pop puts a shirt on and stops looking, looking like a piece of gristled bacon because it's really, I don't know, you know, that's, it looks kind of creepy and people talk about it and it kind of poke fun and he doesn't really care. But, you know, a punk rock ethos can be, you know, that, You've got a twenty, you know, a twenty-room mansion, and you're driving around blowing stuff up in your backyard. That's still pretty punk, pretty punk rock, you know. Um, but but you know, it's it's not punk rock to take your guitar and smash it on stage when I know damn well you've got so much money you could buy a million of those guitars. So you know, it, you know. Is yeah. going is going through. You think that's what punk rock is? It looks punkish to 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 flip people off, to smash a guitar, to throw well, a bottle, and it's let, like, let but you're not. You, you're not. Let me tell you something. There is no real punk rock band that's gone multi platinum and has shows on Broadway like Green Day. Green Day is a power pop band that was labeled punk when it became mall punks. You know, the bands that you can hear, if you know anything about punk rock, if you want to listen to, you know, bands like the Buzzcocks and Sham 69 and Gen X and all these pop, pop influence, the Ramones, uh, Sex Pistols, these guys started doing, you know, the Blink 182s and all that. At that point, man, it was bubblegum. And it's not really punk rock. It's punk rock because this it's, Punk rock against music business establishment. Well, yeah, it's punk rock, and but that's what it's not being sold as. It's not somebody cutting themselves on stage or vomiting like Gigi Allen, or you know. So let's call it really what it is in right. the big picture things. But you know, in the sense of them continuing, there's certain things that you can tone down, and there's other things that you can magnify that I think bring out the essence of what you've stood for in your youth that still can get you to evolve comfortably. So that your fans believe it, in your essence is still existing, and what made you what it was that they fell in love with still exists. That you don't have to be a cartoon, right? Your, your clothes, what you choose to wear, and how you choose to wear them. You know how you choose to to how, to how you choose to represent yourself in the media, and how just how you speak and present yourself. 
I mean, you, I think you nailed it when you said you don't want to become a cartoon because I think no. that, you know, when you become that cartoon, you lost all credibility at that point in time. Now, now everyone's just like, you are just playing your, a cartoon of yourself. And this is not real anymore. How can you, how can you evolve? You know, and, and I, I wanted to say this episode was about, you know, do rock stars need to grow up, but this isn't about growing up. This is about how to know when and where to evolve. Evolving your coolness into into something that's still credible, that's not dependent on youth. You know, the fact of the matter is, and I stated this in this post, you know, there's a whole lot more women that want to sleep with George Clooney than Brett Michaels. I'm sorry, because the guy is cool. Or look at the Dosecki's guy. He's got two younger women yeah. on his arm, and it's about as cool. It ain't because he's dyed that gray out of his beard, and he's got a cool hairstyle. He's just cool as all hell. And that's basically what – and, you know, that's the thing. If, if you want to keep moving forward, being comfortable – playing on festivals that is 20 other bands that are dyeing their hair and wearing skin tight pants. It's like the Branson, Missouri of pop metal from the eighties. Go for it. The crowd is there because that's what they want to see. And that's what they want to do. And there's, there's really nothing wrong with it. If nobody's getting hurt again, it has nothing to do with it, whether he's wearing goofy boots or goofy pants or a goofy sewn in or not sewn in hairstyle. Whatever, dude, that's your perfect right to do it. That's your style. We're not talking style. We're talking about your message. Two different things. So if you want to be 60 years old and have safety pins in your ear and be putting tape over your nipples and people still think that's cool, they probably think it's funny at this point. And even then, if you're cool with being laughed at in a sense, I mean, I look at Weird Al Yankovic and I'm like, really, dude? I mean, it's like with the curly hair. and But meanwhile, he's got a number one record. So he's pulling it off. But he's nobody's they're going to it because it's a joke. So, you know, again, this is your particular genre, your particular essence, you know. And if you're pulling it off and you're doing it cool, that's great. But at some point... I think that you're translating and evolving your cool factor and your observation skills as to what it means in society. Because that's really what rock has done is given a voice to the people who are confused, given a voice to the people who are angry, given a voice for the people who feel ostracized and different and unique. And, if that requires looking like a clown, then you're not going to get believed anymore. What that looks like to me is that you're insecure. And there ain't nothing cool about insecure. Right. You know, what was what was cool in 1987 is not cool in 2015. Cool has evolved on its own. Whatever cool is, it, it evolves Every freaking day, you know, all the time. It's you know what's cool yesterday is 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 not cool today. So, to to paint yourself into a corner where you have to be exactly what you were twenty five years ago, I, I I think you've just you've basically said 
my career is not that important because it hasn't evolved anymore. And and I just want to, I'm only known for what I used to be, not what I am today. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at a band like Bon Jovi, selling out stadiums in Europe. Bon them- Jovi today does not look like Bon Jovi no, slippery exactly. when wet. There isn't tassels hanging off his clothing, and he's not The hair is gone. Dancing, the hair is gone, and the girls still think he's cute as hell, and he's either got credible music or he doesn't, but he doesn't rely on imagery that translated when he was 22 and cute when he's approaching 50. It doesn't work, and, and I think he's way more respected. And people have no problems. Look at Paul Rogers. He's a guy who gets up in there in a black T-shirt. He's had hair issues since 1970-something. Yep. That's not why people go see Paul Rogers. He's just fucking cool. He can deliver a tune and make you feel something through your ears, not through pyro or outfits or anything else. And that's been his thing. And I just see these other bands that are trying to just make like it's still – 1987 and that's even that's okay but don't demean another person which we gave you a pass on that behavior when you were 22 right it made me uncomfortable in 1987 but to see an adult do it now an adult with children right playing two teenagers you you all of a sudden you know, you're looking at it through different eyes, and you're seeing it in a different light, and it's and it's it's time to evolve. And, you know, when people were making posts like, dude, come on, man, that's not cool. You know, that's what this stuff was about. And it's like, you know what? Let me give you another example of cool. Be- because I was in a band of, of, of brothers that we rode motorcycles and we just dressed, people thought we were the roadies when we loaded in because we didn't look like any of the bands on MTV at that time. And... The, our fans were like gritty, hardworking, blue collar, a lot of motorcycle clubs. And they'd come to our shows. And we'd hang out with them. We'd go back to their clubhouses. And I'll tell you, dude, they did not demean women. There, you know, there was a dominant submissive position between the male and the female character. But they didn't abuse them and berate them and grab them by the hair and treat them that way. And there ain't nothing cooler than guys in, you know, red and white or black and white or green motorcycle colors that their women would ride around with them. And, yeah, they'd bring them a beer and such, but they didn't beat them up in public. They didn't grab them by the hair and make them go down on them in public. They treated them with respect. And if anybody disrespected them, they or one of their club brothers would beat the living shit out of somebody. Right. Now, in a rock band, it's like a girl gets crowd surfed and they're all grabbing her tits and it, the crowd is totally okay with that. And right. so is the band. That would never happen with a bunch of motorcycle enthusiasts because they're as nonconformist, as rebellion, and as 1% as it comes to. But women are meant to be cherished. And, you know, they don't stick their nose in their business and everything, but they don't. And it's not like I'm saying they're out there, you know, rallying for women's rights, you know, but they knew where to draw the line. And rock bands should have learned that in 1987. And it used to bother me because we were intimidating enough. And women kind of felt, well, I don't want to go up and talk to this guy that looks like that might gang rape me on top of the fact that this music at this time period, women are just play things backstage. 
And, you know, I was married at the time. And I didn't, you know, it wasn't sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was about making music with a bunch of guys to a bunch of people that really appreciate it. And there's no reason to demean women or make them feel like if you want to talk to me, that means you've got to get naked to do it. Right. You know, that's not, that's half my fan base. You don't have to be naked to like our band where the guys just have to be drunk and fun. You know, that's great. Uh, yeah. Would, do you look hot in that tube top? Yes, you do. Am I going to say nice tits? No, I'm not. That's crossing a line. And I don't have the right to say that. And I won't stare at them and I won't point them out. You know, that's just not cool. So it was a big fight then. And to see it now from a guy who knows better, who now has the essence of protecting a young daughter to not become a stripper or one of the girls on his own goddamn TV shows just really made me angry. And, and you know, being rebellious and nonconformist doesn't mean that you've got a responsibility to let your music send out a message that's got some social value. Even if that social value says burn down the, the fucking government or burn down the buildings or burn down the system, but do it, do it with basic rights and human rights and respect for other human beings, well, you know, unless, it, they it, deserve, unless they deserve otherwise. And just it, having tits doesn't mean you deserve it. Isn't it a bit rebellious to be a rock star, stand up and say, I'm not going to act like this? Even exactly. If that, even if that's what society that's and fans rebellion. think I should act like, I'm rebelling against you because I don't believe it. And, 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 and that's being the rebel. Exactly right. That's where you evolve your nonconformity. Nonconformity is not dyeing your hair and stuffing your ass in stretch pants at 50 years old. I'm, I'm going to be the rebel and say, you know what? I'm shaving my head. I'm going completely bald. You know, that's being the rebel. Oh, you think all bands out of the 80s need to have long blonde hair? Guess what? No, it's bald. You know, be, well, the, be the rebel. You see this white in my beard? Yeah. It's all there, dude, because I'm fucking the age that I am. Exactly. It's not and I still, I still fucking am a rebel, and I'm, I ride motorcycles, and, I, and I'm not. I'm so rebellious, I'm going to tell you that, fuck you, I'm not 28 years old anymore. And if you don't like it and want to see me in my long hair, then you didn't get what made me cool in the first place, yeah. if I'm cool at all. So what, what, that, what, what, okay. what, is, what is rebellious about conforming? To doing something you've done for 28 years because you're so insecure, you're afraid nobody's going to like you any other way but that one window of time. Yeah. Sorry, that's pathetic. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think the takeaway here is bands, you know, if you are fortunate enough to get a long career, and, and it might not be in the same band. It can be over multiple bands. But pay attention to what's going on and and – and understand you really do have to evolve. We're not saying, you know, all of a sudden you go from being a heavy metal singer to um, singing country to whatever. I mean, that that's not what we're saying. We're just saying evolve with time, with who you are, your place in society, your your position. You know, it's don't 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 pigeonhole yourself and stick to what you loved best about yourself from 10 years ago and not to mention the fact that here's 
you know, we're talking, you know, when you, if you were discussing the realm of the winger, Poison, Warren, L.A. Guns, Danger Dangers, all the bands that kind of came out from that period, you know, the fact is, is that the percentage of people that are listening to your music from this point forward are your original fan base and the few either youngers that were turned on to it. So why do you got to keep writing songs that might be about, you know, I'm tattooed and vodka and it's like, oh my God. Sorry, but your fans aren't doing that. They're like, got loading my kid's diaper and trying to get a date night, you know? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, 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 sings, I, I, I still sing songs about how you love to fuck. I've said that. But um, you're not doing it hanging out at, at the rainbow, at least the vast majority ain't doing it, you know? You know, I've said that about uh, Kiss on their last couple albums. It's like, listen, I can't listen to Paul Stanley or Gene Simmons sing a Christine 16 song now. Oh, my be God. Because, <laughs> or, or write a new song that has I'm hanging with the groupies because I know you guys aren't hanging with groupies. So why are you writing a song and singing a song about being with groupies and all the women? It's like, no, I know you're freaking hopping on your private plane and flying home to be with your wife and kids because you love them so much. Right. So it's exactly that, 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 that's the you evolve. I mean, you aren't the same person you were when that first album came out. You can't write the same way. You can't act the same way. You can't represent yourself the same way because guess what? Everything around you has grown up, evolved, and moved along, and you have to go with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can still be a sexual person and be so driven to write a song about your sexual drive or your sexual proclivities or your sexual passions, but put it in a realm that that, that translates properly, not about an underage, some person that's younger than your daughter. Right. Or about a groupie, broaden, make it general, make it more relevant and and believable, and don't give up your values. Just change the realm that you're talking about it in. In the same way that you've had to change your clothing or change your lifestyle or whatever it is that's made your music evolve. Find the essence of it in, in, instead of writing about hooking up with a groupie, you now need to write about hooking up with your nanny. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, I I pay your bills, or I write your check, so, you know, get in there and make my omelet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ron, th this this was good. This was, uh, you know, this is something that when I saw you post it, it's like, I get where you're coming from, and, and I immediately was like, yeah, when you pointed out, I'm like, you know, that's the same Brett Michaels as I saw in, you know, look what the cat dragged in. A little less makeup, but, uh, you know, it's the same image, yeah. the same projecting, the same image that he was back then. It's like, you know wait what? a second. And even that's okay. And I just want to keep making this distinction. It's when he crossed the line for the sake of looking cool and edgy, demeaning another human being to do it by pulling the hair and having them half naked. Th thinking that in 2015, that is cool. That yeah. might have been cool back in 1987 because we were all just like, ah, look at the crazy young rock star. Because we accepted fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? It, it's not 1987. Don't think that stuff 
will happen and not be noticed. Right. It just may not be spoken about because a lot of people are just going to roll their eyes and, and move past you, but it's being noticed. Yeah, so. I, I, I would hope so because it's just, it's just not right, man. If you've got to do that to be cool or to be sexual, then you're not cool and you're not sexual. And we've got a responsibility to, to, to change that. That's not, that's nothing in any way beneficial or something that you want to promote in today's society in 2015. It's just not cool. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I can tell you not as a marketing person, but just purely as a music fan, I notice that stuff. And, and, and I found myself at times going at 50 years old, I'm noticing that and I'm thinking, Oh my God, am I growing up? You know, this isn't what the, the 18, 20 year old, 24 year old me would have been like, screw you old man for thinking that. But, um, no, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at it and going, there's values. There's, you just, you know, you yeah, but no, don't, don't, don't be a, don't be a lay, satire, a character of yourself. Lay it out. If you're 50, looking at a 50-year-old guy dressing that way or behaving that way, you're going to go, dude, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. If you're 20 or 22, looking at a 50-year-old guy doing it, you're like, oh, my God, look at this guy. Grandpa, check him out. Yeah, I know. The delusion that these guys have to think that with their jet, jet black hair and their little fuzzy donut on their face that's black, black too, wearing the clothes, or even getting surgery done, you're fooling nobody. Maybe you've shaved five, eight, ten years off your life, so you look 40. A 22-year-old looks at a 40-year-old and doesn't see like Iggy Pop when he was 25 if, if, or Brett Michaels when he was 25. They look at you and go, kind of stayed at the party a little too long. If you want to be a cartoon character of yourself, you should have been in Kiss. Because they've got it. It, it. it will work for them forever because guess what? They were always cartoon characters and it will always be there. And you know what? This even speaks to the brilliance of Kiss. Because the fact of the matter is what we're talking about is insider bullshit. If an 18-year-old kid or a 13-year-old kid saw Kiss with their full makeup and didn't have their parents tell them what the deal is or read about them, they wouldn't know how old they were. Right. That's one of the brilliances and timelessnesses of being like in a guar or in a Kiss. I, rem I, rem <laughs> I remember an interview that Paul Stanley did back in 96, which was a long time ago, right. around yeah. the reunion, and people were like, why, why did you put the makeup back on? And he was basically saying, because with this makeup on, I always look like I did back in 1977. Exactly. Always dude. will. It's a moment in time. And their whole thing is fantasy. And they figured out, and, and perfect. It actually, they look better than when I was on tour with them. And they put more flesh-colored makeup on than they were putting with the stars and the sparkles in it. And it just didn't look right. When they put their, all their regalia back on, it was like, Time machine. Exactly. And it worked with the ethos and essence of what Kiss was about. So let them do it as long as they can. So, so yeah, well, you know, just well, power too. Just, you know? just be Just very, change the lyrics a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Change <laughs> the lyrics. Um, you know, I guess, you know, takeaway here is just, you know, be careful not to become a character of yourself. And be responsible. Understand. Very, own the yep. weight. Own the weight of your voice. 
and and how far it carries and who it carries to. You may and, not think you're a role model, but you are. You are. People listen. And if they don't, then you don't have a career in the first place. They're not listening. So at one point, and that's what I said, when do you have the integrity that selling something or making a buck is less important than whether you're causing turmoil or damage or translating a message purely to line your pockets that overall is a destructive force. And I don't mean destructive in the sense of chaos for the sense of breaking systems down for it to grow back and be better. There's nothing within that message if you're hurting another human being. Yep. And, and there's, there's a responsibility there as an artist, whether that's a goof, a fantasy, or even sexualized. It shouldn't ever be at the expense of another per innocent person. And just saying, well, she came backstage so she knew what it was all about. Oh, man, that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Ron, this was, this was, this was good. This was a nice, uh, heavy conversation, but I knew that photo had to be discussed, and I knew you would be the one that yeah. would, that would have, have some insights and pull no punches. Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, you guys have any comments, leave them on YouTube, leave them on uh, Spreaker where you can listen to us as well. iTunes, head over, search for the Music Biz Weekly Podcast on iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a rating. Um, until a couple more weeks when Ron will be back uh, guesting on the Music Biz Weekly. That's it, guys. Yeah, look forward to it. And, Thanks, and in, clo in closing, I, you can always say I'm a total asshole, and I take that just as well as telling me I'm a great guy. Dude, so I, I encourage you guys, <laughs> get in a conversation with Ron on Facebook. Yes. You will have some – you'll be like, I can't believe I'm having this de deep of a conversation with somebody like this. You know, it, it's – you will take something away from it. You'll learn something. Promise you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone.